You're listening to an emergency edition of the Yachts and Audibles podcast. I'm Matt Prame. Eric Scopel is with me as always on the show. And we are breaking down the latest of many verbal commitments to the Oregon Duck football program, who is now teetering on a top 10 class in the country. If you guys are not a subscriber to DuckTerritory.com, I highly encourage you guys to jump in on this opportunity today. You don't want to miss recruiting scoop. You don't want to miss team scoop. Football is happening. Sports are coming back. The Ducks, like I said, are on a top 10 push in college football recruiting for the class of 2021. And you can be a member at DuckTerritory.com for as low as $1 for your first month and then $9.95 thereafter that. Get inside access on Oregon football recruiting be in the know on team news. Get access to insiders like myself, Eric Scopel, Kevin Wade, regional and national analysts from across the 24-7 Sports Network. Get into the full story. You don't just get to read what we post uh, on our message boards and on our, on our site from an article standpoint on DuckTerritory.com. You get the full access. You can go to the USC site and check out what our USC site is reporting on an Oregon commit. You can then go to Washington site and check out what they're hearing on a guy that's being considered by the Oregon Ducks or considering the Oregon Ducks. So get the full story by subscribing to DuckTerritory.com for as low as $1 for your first month, $9.95 thereafter that. All right, Eric, it feels like we've recorded a ton of emergency podcasts because the Oregon Ducks have landed a bunch of verbal commitments for the 2021 recruiting class this week. It started with a tight end in Maliki Matavo. Uh, out of Liberty High School in Nevada uh, on Wednesday, Friday afternoon. It was Brandon Buckner, a three-star defensive end. And then Friday night, it came from Jadarius Perkins, a junior college prospect uh, from the state of Mississippi. And we've recorded this podcast right when it happened uh, we're gonna release. We've released it Saturday morning to give some. It's literally happening so fast that we want to give proper breakdowns for all these verbal commitments. Their ample time and um, Brandon Buckner and Perkins happened literally hours between each other. Um, but let's focus on now Darius Perkins, a six foot two cornerback from Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. He's originally from Hattiesburg, Mississippi, a class member of the 2021 class. No ranking yet for Jadarius Perkins, but this is a player that if you look at his offer sheet, you are going to find a junior college prospect that has a ton of big names after him from the college ranks. You have Oregon, you have Baylor, Louisville, Mississippi State, Oklahoma, you have Texas A&M, Texas Tech, Washington State, West Virginia. Uh, You just go down the list here, and he's got a very strong offer list for a junior college prospect. I'm, this is a big time prospect here. I, I know he's not ranked. I know he's junior college. I know some of those might be stargazing and, and missing out on the fact that Perkins is super talented. Um, and I get that because he isn't ranked and he's a junior college. He comes from a different part of the country, but this is someone who has the upside to be a very, very good college football player at Oregon. And I don't think I'll talk about my film review later and maybe how he fits in at Oregon, but I don't think it's by mistake that they go find somebody who plays a little bit similar to a Diamade Lenore with his physicality and his size. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I can't 
I can't stress it enough that I know people want to look at this and, and he's currently unranked and that doesn't compute for everybody. But when he is ranked, it, 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 it won't be as a zero star or a two star prospect. Uh, might not be a four star because they don't put out too many four stars for junior college kids at this point. But this is a big get for Oregon in my mind. And this is somebody who has a chance to, when he arrives in 2021, maybe have immediate contributions for the Ducks. Yeah, if you're, I mean, I'm not part of the rating rankings committee at 24/7 Sports. Neither is Eric. Um, but just if if you wanted us to guess on his ranking, I am going to say that Jadarius Perkins will fall somewhere between a high three star or a low four star ranking. It's very rare for junior college prospects to be a five star. It's incredibly rare, to be honest with you. Uh, four star, high four star, it's pretty rare, but it does happen. Um, but typically if you're a Juco player and you're a high three star or a player that's a low four star, you're viewed as an instant impact player. And I think this is the type of player that Oregon is getting for, for the defensive, you know, secondary in Jadarius Perkins. I mean, Eric, you popped on the film, you watched him. What's, what's the main takeaway here? There's just a lot to like. I mean, at six foot two, he's, uh, he's a big kid for, for the position. Um, bigger than really anyone Oregon currently has on the roster who's playing that corner position. I guess Triquez Bridges, who redshirt last year is, is a little taller, but he's lean. Um, reportedly runs a 44240. 6'2 runs a 442. That's a really nice combination of, of height and also speed. And I will say, watching on the film, it, you don't question if he's a 4-4-2 kind of guy. I mean, he, he has great speed, and that's really, really clear. I mentioned earlier, maybe a comparison to Adiamida and Noor. I just think, in terms of how they play, both are very physical at the line of scrimmage, both a lot of bump-and-run coverage. And you watch through um, Perkins' tape, and you start recognizing that there are probably almost as many clips of him just stopping his guy from being thrown at you know, so the quarterback looks over and goes, I'm not going to throw to that side of the field because Perkins has his guy locked up. Then there are of him actually needing to make pass breakups or forcing interceptions, et cetera, et cetera. Um, because I just think he's somebody that you don't really want to throw at because he he, he kind of covers his guys so effectively. He's so physical with them. Um, and so, yeah, I look at him and think, I, I don't, I can't say for sure he will be a starter for Oregon in 2021. I can't say for sure he will obviously replace, say, Dion Delanor who leaves. But I think from a style of play and the way Lenore has played that boundary corner the last couple of years, Perkins would be make a lot of sense in terms of a fit for that sort of role at Oregon, given the way he plays, his size, his athleticism. I think this is a guy who, if he translates all of these physical tools and the skills that I see from a junior college perspective, I think he's somebody who could be an NFL player um, down the line, obviously probably not right away, but give him some time and kind of to adapt. I think he's got that kind of upside. One big takeaway I've taken from watching his film and speaking with Darius Perkins is he has an incredible reach, uh, mm-hmm. wingspan. If you want to, if you want to pull the NBA draft term wingspan here, uh, this is a player that he has long arms. And when he's six foot two already, you've now landed a, a cornerback that you can basically throw out there and he can cover anyone because he's got the size to body up the smaller receivers. He's got the speed to stick with him, but he's also got the size to not be that, you know, to, to not be posted up upon. Like if that mm-hmm. makes any kind of sense, you know, the yeah. red zone fades type deal. 
Um, you, you see those often. Uh, Stanford does it a ton. A lot of schools are, are, are doing that. Utah does it. USC simply does it by throwing, you know, with their air raid offenses. You see these receivers now in college football and also in the pros in, in which where it's literally just run a fade route and we're going to throw it up and we're going to hope you make a play. And at six foot two with long arms, Jadarius Perkins is going to be very good and very adapt at, at defending that, that type of a play. All right, let's take a quick break. You're listening to the Odds and Audible's podcast, emergency edition for Jadarius Perkins' verbal commitment. All right, welcome back to the Odds and Audible's podcast. We're breaking down Jadarius Perkins and his verbal commitment to the Ducks. Uh, Eric, there's this is a position in which Oregon needed to go out and, and, and close – more than a few verbal commitments in the secondary because theoretically, I think you and I are both in agreement here that more than likely the entire secondary is going to move on from Oregon after the 2020 football season because Thomas Graham and Diomene Lenore will both graduate. You could argue who starts, but Nick Pickett and Brady Breeze are both going to graduate as well. Javon Holland will likely go pro following his junior season. He's already considered a top 10 pick. Yeah. And, and you could throw in Verone McKinley as a starter, but he's basically the only guy that's projected in our eyes to come back to Oregon next season. There's a, there's a, a lot of uncertainty with this group beyond 2020. There is. There's also not a lack of talent. Uh, you know, Mikhail Wright might be the most talented corner on the roster, despite being the youngest one and, and being somebody who – still has, I think, something to prove in terms of playing the position as a starter. But everyone is very, very high. I mean, the pros are very, very high on him. I think he's somebody who, when he is draft eligible after 2021, maybe he gives that a look. And maybe he goes, maybe he's a three-year player. Who knows? But I feel like you feel pretty good about Mikhail Wright being one of Oregon's starting corners in 2021. And the other player to probably really keep an eye out would be for Adante Manning, just based upon the fact that he's the highest rated corner recruit Oregon has ever signed. And he'll be on that 2021 team as either a redshirt freshman or a sophomore, depending upon what happens this upcoming season. Um, you'll also have DJ James. You will also have Triquest Bridges, who I mentioned earlier um, on the roster, a couple of other players um, that I think have shown that they've got some talent, Unproven, but need some talent, you know, have some talent. But I think you throw Perkins in there, and if we're going to say Wright is on, probably maybe Mikhail Wright starts in place of Thomas Graham at one corner spot. I think maybe it is a Manning versus Perkins, and you can throw DJ James in there because he is a guy with some experience. But maybe those are the players that are competing in 2021 to start in place of Lenore. Um, maybe Perkins is a player who's athletic enough and, and you know, physical enough and versatile enough to replace Javon Holland at nickel. Maybe that's another fit for him. You talk about somebody who's got similar size to Holland, um, actually a little bit taller than Holland in terms of his dimensions, I think will prove to run faster than Holland. Obviously, there's a lot of intangibles required there as well, but I, I, I think there's a, a ton of upside with him and the way he fits in with this program going forward. Yeah, Jadarius Perkins has confirmed to me that he is being recruited to play both corner and nickel. So maybe you're onto something there with Javon Holland and a potential replacement there. Um, how this affects the rest of the recruiting class, uh, obviously 
we don't know a ranking yet. And so right. as of now, his verbal commitment has no impact positively or negatively from a recruiting standpoint because he just doesn't have a ranking uh, in terms of where Oregon is at team ranking-wise. Going in, they are the 11th best class in the country because of the most recent addition of Brandon Buckner. So we'll put that to the side. You know, Eric and I have both said that this is a guy that, that should be viewed as someone that comes in in 2021 and will play. How much? That's up to be, that, that's yet to be seen. But I, I think you and I are both in agreement here that Oregon is bringing in a guy that, that can play right away for Oregon. Now, where does he fit? I, I, I think this is, one thing that I am gonna look at is, I think this is a, a smart move by Oregon because, like I said, they lose potentially Holland, they know they're losing Denominate Lenore, they know they're losing Nick Pickett and Brady Breeze, they know they're losing Thomas Graham, that's a ton of playing experience. And while you and I are very high on McKinley, right? Or Michael Wright, excuse me. Uh, Verone McKinley. And we think very highly of Jamal Hill, DJ James, and also Triquez Bridges. Throw in five-star Dante Manning and also the addition of cornerback JJ Greenfield. There are a ton of underclassmen among that group. And Oregon's adding a player that has played at least some football above the high school level. He's played in JUCO football, yeah. so he's played against some older players. He's a little bit more developed physically than a typical freshman. And I, this is going to be a great bridge to the younger group for the group that's departing. And it gives Oregon some safety valves of maybe one or two of these younger guys – aren't going to be ready in time to have a full-blown, you know, starter or first off the bench type role for Oregon in 2021. And Perkins can be that guy. Perkins is good enough to start at Oregon. And so you're, you're giving yourself just a little bit of extra veteran experience to a group that's going to have a ton of young secondary players going into 2021 that for the most part are going to be unexperienced outside of one or two guys. Perkins is Oregon's first defensive back commitment in the 2021 class. I assume, Matt, maybe you're going to tell me otherwise, but I assume this is not the only 2021 defensive back commitment we can expect this cycle. How many do you think Oregon takes, and, and who are some names that listeners should be aware of? Yeah, there, there's going to be more. They, they will they will certainly sign at least three, four. It wouldn't surprise me if, if this – Recruiting class explodes to a, a point where they have, five, you know, five or six verbal commitments at the secondary position of cornerback, safety, and the nickel spot. It, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, they, they're looking at it with at least what four seniors that are that are graduating. A fifth player could go pro in Javon Holland. I mean, who's to say Verone McKinley doesn't have an All-American type year as a safety and all of a sudden he's on draft boards? I mean, I, I, I don't think that's going to happen today, but crazier things have happened. He's draft eligible as well. So I, I think they're going to sign some, you know, it's going to be a large group in, in the secondary. Names to know, obviously the, the hot name right now that's 
got a ton of buzz around him as Darren Barkins, a three-star cornerback from Chula Vista, California, Matterday Catholic. That's a different Matterday High School than the one that you typically associate with. Uh, it's in the San Diego area. I actually believe that's where C.J. Verdell maybe played his football, if I, if I remember right. Um, Darian Banks, Barkins, though, that's probably one of the first ones to, to remember. He's three-star prospect, has exploded on the recruiting trail as of late. Uh, a couple other names, though, to, to watch would be Sierra Wright. He's a four-star top 100 recruit cornerback. He's probably got Oregon in his top five. I would be pretty shocked if they're not a player very late into the into the game here. And then a couple other names to note of two other four stars, top 150 players. Nathaniel Wiggins, a six foot two corner from Georgia, and also Jalen Davies, another six foot two cornerback. He's from Matterday High School in LA, and that's the powerhouse program that's nationally known. Good good chance that Oregon signs one of those three at cornerback. And I think the thing here with um, Oregon's corners is you look at Perkins, you look at Davies, Wiggins, Wright, Barkins, they're all above six feet, and they're all right around that six-foot-two side. So Oregon's definitely prioritizing adding length and speed to the position. All right. That's going to do it for us here on this Odds and Audible's emergency podcast, breaking down to Darius Perkins. We'll have, we've had full coverage on the site right when it happened. Uh, we've got a lot more coming on the site as well. Recruiting is hot as ever. There could be a couple more commitments coming down the pike relatively soon. We're tracking it all on duckterritory.com and you don't want to miss out and you could become a VIP member for as low as $1 for your first month. And then, therefore, 9.95 after that. So, consider joining if you enjoy our work. It helps support the podcast. I know a ton of people have have messaged us lately of saying that they've listened to the show and they finally jumped on, and that's extremely awesome. That helps support Eric and I doing these on a regular basis. It's good to know people are actually listening as well. Uh, <laughs> we will have our regular scheduled programming of the Monday show, and then who knows? Maybe there's going to be another breaking news podcast that we're going to have to do. So stay on the lookout for that. And for Eric Scopel, I'm Matt Prame. You're listening to the Autzen Audible's podcast. Bye-bye for now, folks.